Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 26 of the CNC Sportscast. I'm Kate O'Neill here alongside my co-host Cosmo. As always, today is October Saturday, October 22nd, and we are for hours out from the Sunday slate of Week Seven NFL games. Crazy to think that we're already six, seven games. And NFL season it seems like it just started, but man, is it getting heated this weekend? Um, as far as trades, as far as, you know, not as many crazy line story, uh, crazy storylines uh, this weekend, but we do have a few good games that we'll dip into a little overview of what this episode of the podcast will entail. We will start off like we usually do on our uh, our Friday, Saturday episodes, where we will go over the latest news, uh, injury reports, and who's going to play, who's not going to play. Uh, maybe some trade news, as obviously there's been some big movements in the NFL this past week. Um, and then we will jump next. We will jump into our feature game or sorry, a, a re- recap of the Thursday night football game. Uh, what happened in that game, obviously a much more entertaining game than in the past weeks. And then we'll go into our week seven feature games. A few of the games that uh, if your team's not playing or in, in a certain slime slot, your team's not playing, you should tune into because probably the best match of the time. Excuse me, and then we will jump to our pick 'em section where we pick all the games, and then we will end our Friday or Saturday episode as always with our week seven bold prediction. But let's go ahead and jump right into the news around the NFL. And the biggest news coming from the NFL is that the 49ers have agreed to a trade with the Carolina Panthers, in which the uh, Panthers will be sending running back, star running back Christian McCaffrey over to. San Francisco in exchange for a second round pick in 2023, a third round pick, a second and a third and a fourth round pick in 2023 and a fourth round pick in 2024. So obviously there's a lot to talk about there. We'll talk more about Christian McCaffrey when we talk about the big matchup that the Niners have against the Chiefs uh, uh, tomorrow afternoon. But obviously a big move, probably the biggest move of the year there. Uh, Also in other news, we have uh, – there's been some talks uh, in the Jets. Uh, Elijah Moore, I'd receive Elijah Moore, says he demanded a trade. Uh, head coach Robert Saul says Elijah Moore won't play Sunday versus Denver, but he also added that the trade is not an option for him. The trade deadline is – we'll have to wait and see what's going on with him. In some injury news, the Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett, Pat Fry- and Pat Frymuth and Levi Wallace have all cleared concussion protocols and will be good – to go Sunday night against the Dolphins. And then, obviously, for the Dolphins, Tua Tagovailoa will uh, come back this week and make his return against the Steelers on Sunday night. For the Browns, Pro Bowl guard uh, Wyatt Teller and cornerback Denzel Ward will be out uh, in a big divisional game that they have against the Ravens. The Colts uh, have also who have a big division game or this weekend against the Titans. The Colts have ruled out Shaq Leonard with a nose and a back injury and defensive end Quiddy Pay. Uh, uh, running back Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hyde should be on track to play, however. The Giants have ruled out uh, Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Toney, Aziz Ojolari, O'Shane Zimini, sorry if I mispronounced that name, and cornerback Cordell Flott for Sunday's game against the Jaguars, so the Giants are hurting a little bit this week. 
The Bucs have ruled out Julio Jones for Sunday game against the Panthers. Cameron Brake and Sean Murphy Bunting will also be out for the Buccaneers. The Ravens have ruled out J.K. Dobbins for Sunday game against the Browns. Um, he has also been put on injury reserve, so he will be out for the next few weeks. Maybe as far as fantasy is concerned, think about maybe going and picking yourself up a Cameron Bray – or sorry, not a Cameron Bray, a uh, – um, oh my, uh, now I forgot his name. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. Uh, he'll probably see a heavier carry load if he's not already picked up in your league. Uh, also, tied in Mark Andrews and wide receiver Rashad Bateman are questionable. Uh, Broncos are listening. Uh, quarterback Russell Wilson is questionable, but uh, now also more news um, have come out. And it looks like he will not play. Quarterback Russell Wilson will not play against the Jets this weekend. Um, obviously, let's see, is there anything else? Oh, uh, Chargers receiver Keaton Allen and Seahawks receiver Tyler Lockett are both questionable with hamstring injuries. Uh, the Niners, Nick Bosa, Trent Williams, and Jimmy Ward are all off the injury report and will play against the Chiefs, so that's big for them, getting a lot of big names back. Uh, safety, Talanoa Hufanga is questionable, and Eric Armstead is out. And lastly, for the Raiders, who will be playing my Texans, Darren Waters out for Sunday's game, while Hunter Renfro and Matt Collins are questionable. All right, so that goes through a lot of the biggest news that we had coming into um, this week. But real quick, let's jump already go into our recap of the Thursday night game very quickly, talking about the Saints-Cardinals game. Obviously, Mo, your Saints take a tough loss, 34 to 34 to 42. And I think, that the, I mean, it's pretty, you know, I think it's pretty evident that the the killer in this game was just Andy. Not all of them were Andy Dalton's mistakes, but just you know the turnovers, the three interceptions, two of them being pick sixes. Uh, those were kind of the. I think you you'll agree that the the killer points for the Saints in this game. But what do you think of both your Saints and the Cardinals and the way this game went down? Oh, so I mean, starting with the Saints, I mean, clearly the absence at receiver definitely hurt us. Um, for one of those picks as a, the ball slipped right through Callaway's hand, resulted in the pick six. And, I mean, like you said, I think that was the vocal point. I feel like it was a good game all the way through, a lot of scoring, which was a nice change of pace uh, for Thursday night games. But I think at the end of the day, uh, we just – we lost the turnover battle and the Cardinals made us pay at the end of the day. So, I feel like it was um, – whoever won that turnover battle was definitely going to win the game. And especially that pick in the red zone, I feel like that shifted a lot of momentum. Because that definitely could have been uh, a two-possession lead. And so I feel like the pick in the red zone also helped shift momentum and jumpstart that Cardinals offense. And then for the Saints, I mean, like I said, I mean, I'm not too worried. I mean, we've had a bunch of injuries. So I just think uh, – we were talking about this earlier today. I think uh, it'll look like a different team when – Hopefully the Saints are we're all able to come back, be healthy, and hopefully like that for the remainder of the season. And I feel like we'll look a lot better on both sides of the ball. And then for the Cardinals, I feel like it was something I was talking about um, in the last episode, and even kind of throughout, even during uh, the when we were talking about fantasy football, is the effect that DeAndre Hopkins is going to have on this Cardinals offense. And I feel like it was shown on Thursday night. Uh, yeah, I know he had 14 targets. I believe he had like 10 receptions and 100 yards. And so, I mean, he was doing uh, what he does best, and that's 
getting open and catching the ball. And so maybe even though they didn't use him in the red zone as much, um, he's still getting a lot of usage. And I think this Cardinals team uh, in that game looked like a team that can compete in the playoffs, especially offensively. And Kyler Murray looked really good. I think a lot of that has to do uh, with Diop coming back from suspension. And so I would expect them for to be a team in the future to maybe watch out for and maybe uh, pull off a couple upsets. Yeah, I will say, while they did look better, I still think it's concerning to think that they only won this game by eight points and they had 14 points just from, uh, from their defense alone. I mean, I know, yes, Kyle Murray played better than – um, than than previous weeks, but uh, I mean, he didn't do anything that I don't. Know, I shouted him out last week. I've seen him play a lot more than other quarterbacks. Uh, I've seen him play for at least an amount. And I, even when I saw from him Thursday night, it just didn't look. It didn't impress me. I mean, I know I had gave him the ugly shout out this past week, and I mean, he just still doesn't look. He's yelling at Kingsbury, which you know I don't mind to fire a guy, but and that's not even the least of the problems. I mean. I get D Hop's your number one guy and, and you're missing around, but the fact that, you know, no other receiver got more than four receptions and that was his, his running back, Eno Benjamin. And by the way, Eno Benjamin, that dude played like a stud. Uh, if he can continue to rock moving forward, that would be huge for them. But I just think if you're going to get three turnovers to zero, you know, then you've got to, um, and you, especially concerned that they had 14 points off of just straightaway pick sixes. So if you're going to get the win the turnover battle that much, you got to win by more than eight points. So I think in that way, it's still a little concerning. But maybe, you know, as, as Kyler Murray can get Robbie Anderson more involved and, you know, Benjamin, if he keeps playing the way, you know, that he played last night and he's kind of stepping in that role, they can't, they have the talent to beat him. But I think it's really all on the back of Kyler Murray. He's, he's got to play a little better if they want to be real contenders and real playoff team. But with that being said, let's move into our feature games this week. We got – uh, not as, like I said, not as interesting of a slate as last week, but still a few games that are probably worth the view. Uh, in the noon slot, we got the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Tennessee Titans in a big divisional matchup. Um, obviously, the FC South is a division um, that has been kind of in flux with a lot of teams um, uh, like the Jaguars, where we don't really know you know, what they are, who maybe the leader of this division is, it's still very much up for grabs. And so both these teams, and, you know, Matt Ryan and it has that Colts playing much, um, much better. Uh, he, sorry, he had a much better week last week is what I'm trying to say. And he's kind of getting that offense. Maybe they can be jump started. Uh, they can. And then, then that running game when Barkley comes back uh, or sorry, not Barkley when, um, Jonathan Taylor comes back, they can hope maybe get that, that running game up again when the pass game succeeds. Right now, the Titans sit at the top of the division at 3-2, while the Colts are at 3-2-1. and one. Titans had the bye last week. That's why they're one game um, ahead, or half a game ahead, basically. But this is a big game. This will determine the outright winner for the or outright uh, leader of the division. And then, obviously, for um, uh, these two teams have already met uh, once and I believe the Titans won that last matchup. If I'm remembering correctly, because um, this one's having intensity. That was in Indianapolis. The Colts, yeah, the Titans took the game in Indianapolis, 24 to 17. But uh, a big game here, Mo. What is your uh, take on 
of how this game will play out? Oh, I mean, like you said, a big division game. I believe the winner of this will have first place in the division. And when I look at both of these two teams, uh, I think of the run game, even with the struggles of Jonathan Taylor uh, throughout the season. And I feel like that's going to be the winner of this game is whoever can establish the run game first, because then they're going to be able to have uh, the game controlled. And um, they're also going to be able to, I feel like once they control the game, I feel like that's going to help their defense because I feel like these are both teams, which I've seen a game struggle, go on consistent three and out drives. And when you do that, you just kill your defense so much because even they get a stop and boom, they're right back on the field. And I feel like that hurts the defense so much. I feel like in this game, it's going to be whoever can establish that run game because once the run game works uh, for both these teams, Game work really well, and then their offenses are hard to stop. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the Colts' game plan going into this game. Obviously, they have a running back like Jonathan Taylor, who even though he hasn't done his best this year, he's been injured. Um, we still know what he's capable, very capable of doing. So it'll be interesting to see if they give him the rock or if they continue to do this kind of pass-heavy set they going in. And then for the Titans, obviously it's good for them. They got to buy this past week. Uh, will they pound the rock with Derrick Henry? Uh, and then, like you said, I mean, you made a great point. that The run game opens up play action and really the pass game in general when you get uh, defenses come out of run. So definitely could be a, an interesting game, uh, maybe a fast-paced game just because of the uh, running games for both these teams. Uh, can be I've been elite, even though for both of them at times I haven't been, but definitely a big game as far as divisional standing goes. Another game, big game for divisional – Standings, the Browns, Ravens, we won't dive in depth on that one, but that's just another noon game if you're looking for a good watch to flip between. If your team's not playing that Browns-Raven game, also very big for divisional standings. Uh, moving into my team, since your team already played this week, uh, my team's the only team that's playing uh, on Sunday. We got a big – we got a game, not really a big game, I guess, uh, against the Raiders. Uh, we're coming off the bye week, so we're re- we're relatively healthy this year. Um Jonathan, I did see Jonathan Greenyard uh, was put on injury reserve, but but for us, that's I mean we're you know we're not the team making a playoff run. Um, what do I as far as what I expect? You know the the Raiders are already one in fourteen, but they're a much one of those teams that are much better than what their record says. Whereas we are more you know at one three and one similar to what our record says. Um, so you know I just I would like us to stay in the game. I mean I have kind of said it before. Uh, you know we I'd love to see Davis Mills go out there and because. I feel like I say every week, and eventually I'm going to stop saying it, but we're only four four games or five games into this 17-game season. If Mills has 12 great games, he will be the starter next year, and that should be where his head's at. But the way he's going, he seems like he's showing that he can't handle it, and we're going to – we're not – I mean, this is a franchise. We're not going to wait. We're going to move on. And so, uh, for us, this is – you know, for Mills, he's got to step up sooner rather than later. He can't win the last three – or play very well only the last three games so and then obviously Damian Pierce looking for him to have another big game on the ground and then as far as stopping that Raiders offense it's going to be tough it'll be interesting the Stingley uh Devontae Adams matchup that will be a fun one to watch that I'll definitely be keeping my eye on but moving into the three o'clock game that everybody's going to have their eye on especially with the big trade news coming out this week the Chiefs go to battle the 49ers like I said earlier 
uh, and just now the, the Niners obviously get a huge acquisition in running back Christian McCaffrey. He was in the facility Friday running practices, getting the playbook. Uh, obviously, he's there today, probably running through walkthroughs and still installing that playbook. Um, from what I heard or seen on, have seen in the news um, and uh, from reporters like Ian Rapport and such, it looks like he will is still a good chance that he will suit up on Sunday. It's a big question of how much action he will see. Obviously he's only spent a few days, so he doesn't have the entire playbook down, but, but uh, somebody, a lot of people have said maybe expect to see him in red zone situations, you know, because football is very universal and he's a veteran guy in his league, so he can learn things quick. But, but uh, especially with this addition of Christian McCaffrey, you know, this, I mean, this is a rematch of um, a couple of Super Bowls ago, the chiefs, and which they took down the Niners. Uh, Jimmy G obviously at the helm for them, but now that Niners offense is electric. Uh, Mo, what do you think out of the C out of this game and the Chiefs playing? And the Niners also, you got to keep in mind, getting a lot of great uh, guys back on defense like Nick Bosa. Uh, Mo, do you think that defense of the Niners will be able to contain this electric Chiefs offense? Um, I feel like contain is a very – Hard word because I feel like I feel like no defense is really going to be able to contain the Chiefs' offense. Maybe slow them down to a point, but I feel like in order for the Niners to win this game, they're going to have to put points on the board, and um, I, they're going to either have to find a way whether that's giving uh, Debo the ball or maybe even I've seen George Kittle's been used a lot more in passing situations, which I think is a great thing. But I feel like if they're able to put a lot of points up on this uh, Chiefs defense, then I think this Niners defense is very capable of slowing down this Chiefs offense to a point where they can win this game. And so I feel like this will be a very interesting game to watch, Uh, not only just to see uh, how much they're going to use CMC, whether it's in the pass or the run game, or if there are certain scenarios where they might use him, whether that's in the, in the red zone, or maybe it's as a third down back. But uh, for the Chiefs side of things, I think they just need to, I mean, they lost last week, a hard loss to the Bills. And I think they just need to shake that off and just uh, go into this Niner stadium and show uh, how much of a better team they are. Because I think in talent, the Chiefs should win this game. But uh, I mean, the Niners are definitely a team to put up a fight. Definitely a hard bounce back game for the Chiefs. Like you said, they obviously took the loss to the Bills last week. And this is a hard way to bounce back because this Niners team is not a team that you can sleep on. And then the last future game of the day is always a Sunday night game. Um, I think it just could be a very interesting game. Uh, not as interesting as some, especially like last week's Sunday night game, but we have the Pittsburgh Steelers and rookie Kenny Pickett going up against Tua Tagovailoa coming back for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I mean, the, you know, Kenny Pickett and his Steelers are coming off of a big win against the, uh, the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Anytime you beat Tom Brady, that's a big win. Uh, this offense looks like it could be revamped under – Kenny Pickett possibly he's getting Chase Claypool involved he's getting you know uh the Najee Harris has said he's back to 100 percent and when the run game opens up you know we know what Najee Harris can do on the ground it's possible that the run game can open up and then the Dolphins are I mean they're the same way you know under you know they've had their struggles as recently but there's one big thing that has come alongside those struggles is the fact that they've been missing to at quarterback so now that they have him back it's possible that we see that 
that electric Dolphins offense come back. And these Steelers, you know, they have a fairly good defense, so it's going to be a rough test for Tua. So I think all in all, we're, we're it's going to kind of culminate in what could be a very interesting game, I think. What do you think, Mo? Um, yeah, I definitely got to agree with you there. I feel like it's going to uh, – could be a very interesting game, especially with the Dolphins getting Tua back. And I feel like we'll really be able to see – that offense uh, 100%, which we haven't seen in a little bit. But also, I meant the Steelers coming off of a win. Uh, I, they beat the Buccaneers last week, so they're definitely a team that is coming off of a hot win. As we know in the NFL, momentum means a lot, and they got all of it on their side right now. And I believe Kenny Pickett will be starting for the Steelers. You can correct me if I'm wrong there. And so I feel like it'll be interesting to see because I feel like in his first couple of games, he's played against some really tough defensive teams. And I'm not saying sweep on, I'm not slipping on the Dolphins defense, but I feel like they're definitely um, a worse defense than the Bills and Tampa Bay. So I feel like this will give us a real test of Kenny Pickett to see how good he can be. And especially this Kenny Pickett, George Pickens connection. And then going back to the Dolphins, I feel like it'll be interesting to see if Tua can uh, be right where he left off uh, as he was playing so successful. But I do know they do have a bunch of injuries. So I feel like some people look at this game and they're like, oh, you know, not a good primetime game. But I think this could definitely be an interesting game just because I think both sides are a lot more balanced than people think. Definitely shaping up, at least for both me and you, to think that this could be definitely an interesting game on Sunday nights. Let's go ahead and jump into our pickums. This is a segment where we pick every single game of the week, and we get you get one point if you pick the winner outright, winner correct. Right now, the standings. I am in first place for the first time this year. Uh, I've gained a lot of points back last week, and I'm we were tied at fifty to fifty going into this week, but then obviously. I get the points uh, with the Thursday night games. I picked the Cardinals and you stuck uh, to your Saints. But let's go ahead and make some picks this week, starting off with the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Cincinnati to take on Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Uh, this is obviously the Bengals got the win last week over the Saints uh, in a game where, where Joe Burrow was able to connect with Jamar Chase and that offense seemed definitely a lot better. And then for the Falcons, they uh, got the win over the Niners. So a good, good, nice little win for them. And they're, whether it seems like they're definitely trying to establish their run game this year. Mo, who are you taking Atlanta traveling to Cincy? Um, I'm going to take the Bengals here. After watching them last uh, week, they played the Saints. And I feel like they're a lot better team than the Falcons here. And I feel like Jamar Chase and that Joe Burrow connection is just starting to get on a roll. And I think they're going to be very hard to stop. And I've uh, also with Atlanta, I mean, they are coming off the win last week. But I feel like with uh, the Bengals, they're kind of back on the road. They're kind of back focused. You can say they're gone from their Super Bowl hangover. And now they are ready, um, back in 100% and ready to be the playoff team they were. Yeah, I'm also rocking with the Bengals. That offense too electric and that it'll run through that Falcons defense, even if Falcons try to establish the run game. Uh, another big divisional matchup, uh, we have the Cleveland Browns going to play the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, obviously, like I just said, this is big for the standings. Right now in the standings, the Ravens are and the Bengals are tied at three and three apiece. 
Um, so this is a big one for them. The, the Ravens got the better of the Bengals last time with Jeff Becker hitting the last second field goal. Uh, Mo, who are you going? Cleveland traveling to Baltimore. I'm going to go Baltimore here. I feel like the Ravens haven't been able to hold on to a fourth quarter league for a long time, but I feel like this is a game where they're going to have the control, and I feel like Cleveland just doesn't have the weapons where if they were to go down earlier, they couldn't come up with a win. So being at home, this is kind of, I feel like, a redemption game from last week after losing to the Giants, and I feel like Lamar is going to play really well, and I'm expecting a lot of running in this game. Yeah, sorry. I said I was thinking Cincy. I got Cleveland because it's uh, mixed up with Cincy. Cincy had beaten the um, the Ray or the Ravens had beaten Cincy last time, and they're tied three and three. The Browns are actually at two and four, but still only one game back of the Ravens. I'm also going the Ravens. I think that offense too electric. The Browns have kind of been struggling as of late. They just got to worry about stopping that ground game and finishing the game. They had problems with that. Moving on, we got the Detroit Lions visiting the Dallas uh, Cowboys. Obviously. The Dallas Cowboys took a uh, Cooper Rush took his first loss of the year last week or last week to the Philadelphia Eagles and that continued their undefeated streak. Cooper Rush looks like he will end up back on the bench this week as Dak Prescott will take his starting job back. Mo, what do you expect Dak to do and that you expect him to get the win uh, in his first game back against Detroit? Oh, I feel like this is a great game for Dak Prescott to be back because I feel like this Detroit defense has struggled a lot throughout the year. And so I feel like Dak's going to come and he's going to start off uh, coming off of injury. He's going to have a big game. He's going to lead his Cowboys to a pretty dominant win. And then for the other side, I feel like Detroit's offensive streaks are slowly going to come to an end, especially as we saw, I believe, was it two weeks ago or last week where they played New England and they got shut out. But now they're going to play the Cowboys, who we've mentioned before, uh, I think it's the best defense in the league. And I feel like it's going to be a similar situation where it's, it's just going to be a struggle to put points up on the board. Yeah, I completely agree. Great game for Dak to bounce back uh, and get back into a rhythm throwing the ball. I think that he gets the win against Detroit as well. Uh, we got the Packers traveling to Washington, the big story. This game, Obviously, the Green Bay Packers coming off an upsetting loss last week to the Jets. And um, the, the um, commanders will lose Carson Wentz as he is on IR with his broken finger. So Tyler Henneke will get the start for the commanders. Mo, where are you going in this one? Uh, I'm going to go with my first away team here. I'm going to go with the Packers. I believe that this is probably going to be a low-scoring affair, but I think that I'm in. Uh, Washington's going to try to keep the ball on the ground. And, but I just don't think it's going to work after uh, after a number of tries, defenses are going to catch on. And I feel like, I mean, we've seen Henneke have success, but I feel like, you know, he just got one week of preparation. So it's definitely going to be hard to prepare for the Green Bay defense, who has a bunch of playmakers in the secondary and has some pretty good pass rushers. As for Aaron Rodgers, I feel like uh, this is another game that can really tell us hopefully he can start getting connections with these younger receivers and hopefully starting to, they're starting to look better or maybe get some work done on the ground. But either way, I feel like Green Bay is going to find a way to win this game. Yeah, I agree. I think Green Bay wins. Uh, I think it's closer than people think. Um, Taylor Henneke, like you just said, is a capable backup. We saw him last year. He can, he can play and he can sling the rock when, when he needs to and keep him in games. But uh, at the end of the day, I think, yeah, like you say, it comes down to the run game. Packers got to get that run game more involved than they did last week. And if they do that, which I believe they will, they'll win the game. 
Uh, game we talked about earlier, the Indianapolis Colts going to play Tennessee in a big divisional matchup. Uh, Mo, where are you going in this one? Uh, I'm going to go with the Titans here. As I said, he's going to establish a running game, and Derrick Henry is on a hot streak right now, and Jonathan Taylor has been cold to start off the season. So I feel like Tennessee is going to be able to establish the run game, and then they're going to be able to work that into the pass game, and they're going to be able to help their defense out with um, sustaining long drives, long scoring drives, and hopefully their defense is able in return to keep this indie offense off the field. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go – I'm going to go opposite of you on this one. I'm going to go Indy. I thought about going Tennessee, but I think uh, Tennessee sweeping this series would be a little crazy to me. Uh, I don't think they're going to do that. Matt Ryan had a great game last week. Tennessee's coming off a bye. So, yes, they've had two weeks to prepare for the Colts. But uh, the Colts, you know, sometimes that's not always the best thing you want to be rolling. And the Colts are rolling with the momentum of a big victory over Jacksonville, looking for back-to-back. And I think they get back-to-back divisional wins, which I think they get. Uh, next, we got the the New York Giants, who are having a phenomenal year this year, traveling to Jacksonville to take on the Jags, who obviously, like I just said, um, previous for last week lost to the Colts, while the Giants got a big win over the Ravens. Mo, where are you going in this one? I'm going to go with uh, New York here. I feel like Jacksonville has struggled against the run game, and so they're going to have a handful doing with uh, Shaquan Barkley out the backfield. And I feel like uh, the Giants' defense is good enough to hold this Jacksonville offense. Uh, I agree. I'm going to go with the Giants here, too. I love the way they're playing. love the way they balls got those guys going. I will say this seems like a game where the Jacksonville Jaguars may find a way to win. I mean, the Giants have won a lot of these games where no one thought they were going to win. And now I think everybody's jumping on the Giants and being like, oh, look at this Giants team. They're real. They're real. And now they're going to play Jacksonville team. Everybody's like, oh, Giants win easy. Watch for Jacksonville to step up in a game like that possibly and keep it close or come away with the win. I think there's no likely chance the Giants win, so I'm going with the Giants. But definitely keep your eye possibly on that game. Uh, Tampa Bay, I think this is a relatively easy pick because Tampa Bay is traveling to the Carolina Panthers. Um, Carolina Panthers obviously look like they're just selling the season. Looks like they're Probably not purposely tanking, but somewhat as much as you can tank in the NFL. Mo, I guess I would almost guarantee I know where you're going in this game, but if you want to tell us where you're going. Oh, yeah, I think this is a bounce-back game for Brady and the Bucks. a good one after coming off of that loss. It's uh, good to get an opponent like this. And then for the Panthers, I mean, you just need to find someone, someone to make a play uh, if you even want a chance to win this game. Uh, yeah, so so you're going Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm going Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just like this, it seems like a big week for bounce back games. I mean, when you think about a Rodgers with the bounce back game, possibly against Washington, and then uh, Dak when the Cowboys with the bounce back game against the the Lions. But yeah, I mean, I gotta go Tampa Bay too. I just don't think Carolina has anybody that's gonna be. I think this is a, just the the perfect setup for a perfect bounce back game for Tom Brady in that offense to start clicking again. My Texans going up against the Vegas Raiders. Um, we kind of talked about this a little earlier. Uh, the Raiders, uh, the Raiders coming off a bye week. I know, obviously, like the, I said earlier, the Texans are coming off a bye week. I do believe the Raiders are as well. Mm-hmm. So two teams coming off a bye week, both teams with only one win. Mo, where are you going in this one? I feel like this was a, a much-needed bye week for the Raiders. Start off the season a little rough, but I feel like after this bye week, they're going to get some things together, and I feel like they're going to start it here against the Texans. You're going to be able to see this offense um, 
kind of – I feel like this offense is going to play very well against this Texans defense, whether it's on the ground with Josh Jacobs or through the air with Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. And then defensively, I feel like they're going to be able to shut down this Houston run game and Damian Pierce, and they're going to come out of Vegas with the win. Yeah, I got to rock. I'm going to go with the Raiders here too. I know the Texans are my team, but – but, you know, at this point, we're tied in the standings. Every point counts. Uh, we're getting – I mean, we're kind of middle of the year now. And it's a win-win either way. Either I pick the Raiders and they get the win, I get a point. Or, you know, my Texans get a win and I'm happy there. And so, well, who cares if I don't get a point? But I definitely think the Raiders are way better than that 1-4 record shows. And they uh, put up a good – I think maybe we stay in the game, but I think the Raiders uh, prove too much and get the win. Uh, the hot New York Jets going to play Denver Broncos, obviously the big story. Uh, Russell Wilson will not play in this game. Rippian will get the start. And then the Jets have been obviously red hot. They're coming off a win as well against the backers, like I mentioned earlier. Mo, where are you going in this game that's taking place in Denver? Oh, I'm going to go with the Jets. I feel like the Broncos have been already struggling this season and now losing their starting quarterback for a game. It's just going to add on to the struggles. And then especially against this is, I feel like, an elite secondary in the NFL, especially um, led by uh, Sauce Gardner, who the fourth overall pick, and he's looking very good this season. And so I feel like uh, the Jets are just going to completely shut down this Denver offense, especially because their run game has already been struggling enough with Melvin Gordon and his fumble problems. Yeah, I think I'm going to be at – you said so you're going with the Jets. Yeah, I'm going with the Jets. They kind of cut off for a second. So, yeah, I'm going with the Jets as well. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, uh, Rippian, I believe, might get the start, but it might be Josh Jackson. I would think Rippian, based on the way things were looking – um, and it'll be interesting to see what he can do. You know, there's always a theory with the backups uh, quarterback comes in that you don't have much film on. You know, he beat the Jets last year at he went for Denver. So in Denver. So um, could be interesting. But I think the Jets are rolling right now with Zach Wilson. They look very good. And I think they roll through Denver this week and, and continue their success. Uh, moving on to the feature game we talked about earlier, Kansas City Chiefs taking on the 49ers and their new acquisition at running back Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, we don't know how much he'll play, but still a great acquisition for them. Also good for them getting big names on defense like Nick Bosa back. Mo, where are you going in this one? Uh, I'm going to go Kansas City. I do feel like they're going to bounce back. Uh, this game, I think, is definitely a tougher bounce back game than the Buccaneers, but I feel like uh, the Chiefs know that they need to win and they need to keep the streak, especially as competitive as the AFC West is uh, with the Chargers on the rise. So I feel like Mahomes is going to be able to get the job done. Yeah, I completely agree. This seems to be the week of bounce back, seems to be what this is. I think this is, again, a much harder bounce back than some of these other ones that we've mentioned, like Tampa Bay going to Carolina, but but still a bounce back. The Chiefs are too electric on offense. Uh, CMC is too new to that to that offense in San Francisco. He doesn't have enough time. You know, he's not going to be their lead back. Jeff Wilson will probably still see his fair share of carries throughout the week or throughout the, the game, and Kansas City will end up with a win. Seattle traveling to L.A. to play the Chargers, too. Pretty electrifying offenses. Obviously, Geno Smith's had a good year. Uh, this year, and Kenneth Walker has been able to do uh, have some success in the run game. They were coming off a win against the Cardinals last week, and then the Chargers coming off of uh, against a big overtime win against the Broncos um, on Monday night. Mo, where are you going when Seattle takes on the Chargers in L.A.? Um, 
I feel like the Chargers have been a team on the rise, and especially with Eckler here, he's been playing very well. I feel like it's going to be – they're going to be able to shred up this uh, weaker Seattle defense, and I feel like it's going to be a matchup of the quarterbacks. Um, and, I mean, Geno Smith has been playing great up to this point, but I feel like I'd rather take Herbert in a duel between those two. All right, yeah, I'm going to also go – I'm going to – Oh, sorry. No, I'm going against you on this one. I'm going to go Seattle. I like the way Geno Smith has been off and been playing. Kenneth Walker, Walker has been clicking. They just got a big win against the the Cardinals. I think that offense, fine. you know, they only scored 19 points last week, but they find their stride again this week and continue to click, and they score enough to beat the Chargers. We had Pittsburgh going to Miami in the Sunday night game. We talked about this game earlier being a big game. Um, as we have Tua taken on the technically undefeated rookie Kenny Pickett. Mo, where are you going in this one on Sunday night? Oh, I'm going to go Miami here. I feel like they're going to ride the momentum of Tua coming back, and his offense is going to look like uh, the best it has all season. And I feel like, you know, they've taken a couple losses without Tua, and so now they're glad he's back. And I feel like this offense is going to put up a lot of fireworks for the night game. Yeah, I agree. I think with Tua back, that offense has looked unstoppable when he's played. So I don't think uh, Pittsburgh, you know, they they have some guys coming back from injury, but I still think that defense is still kind of getting their bearings together with everybody coming back. So I think uh, Tua is able to exploit those holes and play very well and get them the win. But I do think Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett will be able to keep them in it uh, till the end. Uh, but I am still going with Miami. And in our last game, the Monday night game, that will probably be a barn burner. Chicago Bears playing Bailey Zappi and the New England Patriots. Um, what what are you expecting out of this one, Mo? Uh, I think you called it right, uh, a low-scoring affair. But when I see a struggling offense go up against a Bill Belichick-led defense, I just almost see no way the Bears are able to come out of here with a win. Uh, yeah, I t- definitely agree. That's definitely part of it. But I got to rock with my guy that I've been riding since the draft. Love the way he's playing Bailey Zappi. They haven't announced. I think Mac Jones is, is starting to get healthy, so they haven't really announced that Mac- Bailey Zappi is starting. But I bet almost all my money that, that Zappi will start. Just, he's had the hot hand, and um, I would be shocked if Belichick did that, took it out of his hand. But I think he gets the win against Chicago and moves on and continues his great success that he's been having. All right, Mo. Uh, we're going into our bold prediction segment here. That's where we're right here at the end. We'll get through very quickly. That's kind of where we each give one bold prediction, what we expect to happen this week. And uh, Mo, I'll let you go ahead and start if you want. You can go ahead and give us our bold prediction for this week. Uh, I'm going to go to the Giants-Jags game. I think the Giants are a team that has struggled against hard runners when I saw them play against uh, Damian Pierce. Uh, they definitely struggled to tackle him. So I'm expecting Barkley to have – over 150 rushing yards and two touchdowns. All right. I'm going to go to the the sorry, the New York Jets at Denver game. I still think the Jets are going to get the win, but my pick is on – or my poll prediction is on the Denver side of things. I think Mark – or Brett Rippian is going to – son of Mark Rippian is going to come into the game. He didn't have a great outing last time he played, but he's been in this Broncos system for a while. He knows this offense fairly well. He's been here. He's been doing the time as a backup. He's 1-0 against the Jets. I don't think he gets the win, 
But I think my bold prediction here is he's going to go for about probably 300 yards, maybe two or three touchdowns, not going to throw any picks. And the big thing is that he's going to make that quarterback job a big question mark for Denver. And he obviously they have Russell. Russell probably get to start. But people are going to start being like, well, look, we got this Rippian guy. And so mine's not an exact prediction, but expect – I think Rippian might have a pretty decent game this year, this week. And the, 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 you know, some Broncos fans might be scratching their heads over why you know he may be thinking about getting started as frustrated as they've been with Russ might not happen probably won't happen but definitely I think possibility there's the possibility of it it would be fun to see but I think that's going to do it for us in this episode Uh, you know not the great a big bounce back week we'll call this bounce back week seven because there's a lot of bounce back games this week enjoy some NFL football this weekend um, make sure you go follow us on Twitter at CNC Sportscast to get the latest update of all and all our newest episodes have been released. You can listen to us on Spotify. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you prefer. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one.